0: He's a liar.
1: Look. Hello and welcome to Are We There Yet? An exploration and education and anime. I'm your anime idiot, Patrick Dugan. I am an
2: anime expert, D Hollander.
1: And I'm Brenda McCullum, your anime
0: Mr. and Mrs. Smith, and I'm mm-hmm. about to turn the anime tablet world upside down. Tablet world? Tabloid tablet fuck. Tabloid world. Damn it. Tabloid. Oh, there okay. it is. The gossip. I don't read that shit. <laughs> <laughs> Angelina Jolie and Brad Pitt with the You get
2: it. You got it. I Listen, we're doing a double record this weekend. I'm struggling. I was going to say, who who does still read that stuff? But, like, that's all Twitter is on Somebody's got so. it.
0: Yeah. Just yeah.
2: digitized. Yep. Yeah. I, I was
1: like, oh, you got it. I'm on board with you. And then just one mispronunciation, and all our uh, tired brains were like, I lost the thread. What? I don't know how to work with
0: this. <laughs> It sucks, because I am like a rigorous and thorough note taker when I play in D&D, but every time we get a proper character name, I spell it differently every time, and Christ <laughs> help me, I can never put it together.
2: Well, <sighs> at least we know it's consistent across it's, anime and your <laughs> D&D campaigns. It's, there, there's a common factor here, and it's my dyslexia. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: there is one note I hope you took down. Could you tell us the name of the show we're watching this week? This week, we're doing something a little different, until I realized
0: what we watched last week, which was also new and topical. Uh, It's different for me, because it's within this decade. Uh, We're watching a new show called Spy
2: X Family. This one is fresh, fresh, hot off the presses. Mm, Burnt my hand. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, uh, pulling
1: up the dub. There were only three episodes I could watch. Yeah, yeah. And there
2: are only uh, four episodes stuff. of Total. the sub. <laughs> so...
0: <laughs> I had to math it out to make sure there would be enough for us to record with, just in mm-hmm. case.
1: But, uh, yeah. Uh, you had to wait for the right moon cycle to, to start your plan <laughs> to watch the show.
0: Well, I got some of the shows planned out, like, months ahead of time. And I was like, I know this one. This one's going to be popular. Let's get ready. Let's warm this one up. Mm. Put it in the Easy Bake Oven. Yeah. It's got a weird little metallic plasticky taste to it, but we love it, and we'll find out it was cancerous 20 years later. But we'll still like mm. it in the moment. <laughs> Do either of you know anything about this series?
2: Uh, no. I mean, I've heard of it. Yeah?
1: It's more well, than some. I wouldn't even go that far. It's <laughs> <Yeah>, that, <that's laughs> more than me.
0: <laughs> uh, this is one that actually came out It's kind of surprising how new it is. Well, anime form, but also manga form, because uh, it came out in Shonen Jump, and I remember when it started, uh, I was actually reading it uh, until I dropped off. I gotta say it's probably... Well, I've lost all track of time. Let's say within four years of being Mm. created, the manga entirely, um, I could look it up. I refuse to, out of principle. But, (laughs) um, yeah, even the manga's pretty new, and it got popular pretty quick, and they're just like, hey let's speed like this into anime and now that anime's taken off pretty well look at us go we're on it we're on we fingers on the pulse of the anime scene we just choose to let that pulse die uh, at least <laughs> die. um but yeah it's it's a fun series and uh from what i've seen uh, on the internet recently people are really on board with it like Really on board with it, <laughs> uh, so uh, I figured it'd be a good good one to get on board with and see see if we can be topical for once in our lives. See if
1: we can trust the masses. Mm. Well, mm. if we're gonna be topical, we gotta jump right to it. There are other podcasts already getting getting this gravy train ah,
2: beats
1: three episodes. Uh oh! Uh oh! Huh? Our type is here. Our type <laughs> is here. It's arrived. <laughs> a nice. Uh, adorable little family unit and very simple parents. Mm-hmm. Stoic father figure taking care of a, a precocious young girl. We've done it. We've done it. <laughs> it's peak storytelling. That's all you needed from us. This is a very short episode this week. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> Thanks for tuning
0: in. <laughs> uh yeah so we start off with episode one opens with uh, a man in the backseat of a car being driven to the embassy telling the driver to make haste we got to get there quickly what's that the brakes aren't working "Ah!" and they fall off and die um it goes quick (laughs) it goes fast in the show literally
2: an explosive beginning
0: (laughs) and then we cut to a council in a shady war room talking about the diplomat that was just killed in a car crash, they believe, assassinated by a rival country. We're going fast. We're getting into this. Mm -hmm. And uh, they're saying that the rival country, it is currently in peacetime between these two countries, but the rival country is trying to push them into a war, uh, try and uh, antagonize them into it. Uh, But don't worry. They have their best spy on the
2: case. They got Twilight. Ugh. And we cut Twilight by Stephanie Meyer, starring Kristen <laughs>
0: <laughs> Stewart. Twilight Princess by Nintendo. It's a good Zelda game. Give it a shot, guys. Um, and we cut to
1: a man. Twilight Sparkle. I, ju- I just need yeah. <laughs> I <have> to <laughs> get in on that real quick.
0: <laughs> and we cut to uh, a man in a back alley making a shady transaction. For all just world setting purposes, this is effectively like the 1930s and 40s. Uh, just for your mental image um, as a man uh, trading essentially what's blackmail material on a politician, but it's just a photo of him wearing a toupee. So I guess that's scandalous.
2: I love that, and that this is the big, the big got for this politician ruin his career.
1: Listen. They know they got to start the stakes low. They're like, this is an anime. It could go for a thousand episodes. We got to start real small.
0: Can't be the nuclear codes first episode one. Got to got to scale up. Um, so it's a man who hands some of the information to another, like big mustachioed man. And he's like, ah, oh, thank you for your service, and drives off. And then that very same mustachio man appears, saying, hey, where's that blackmail material? He goes, what? But you? And then the, but what the?
1: <gasps> Twilight. <sighs> oh.
0: And we see the first mustachio man driving away pulls off his face. And it's actually a younger m- man, but very suave. And this is the spy Twilight that they were talking about. Mm hmm. Immediately cut to him at dinner with a young lady. And the young lady's looking at a couple. I believe they were getting engaged at the table. Yes. Okay, I kind of was already tuning out. Uh, and she's kind of like looking at it wistfully like, ah, I wonder when that will be me. It's like, what do you think about that, Robert? And Robert goes, "Uh, by the way, Cassandra, uh, you're dumb. I never loved you. Goodbye. And just leaves. It's like,
2: what? I loved uh, that so much. She was like, oh, my God, do you think we'll ever get engaged? And he was like, no, goodbye.
1: As <laughs> good thought, time as any to leave. Not that. We are done now. Right
0: now. <laughs> I'm leaving you with the bill. Good luck. Uh, and as we see him leaving, he like, dishevels his hair, takes off his disguise, his glasses and stuff. And uh, he says in his head, the, that girl he was dating was the daughter of the mustachioed man he just screwed over in the previous scene. And now that he's done his mission, he does not need to be undercover dating her to get uh, dirt on him anymore. So it was all planned. And he uh, says as he's walking away, he's a master spy. And he gave up his identity and his dreams of a normal family life when he became a spy. Huh. Foreboding. Considering (laughs) the title of this show. Uh, Very direct. (laughs) Next day, we see him uh, getting to a train. He makes it with a contact. They exchange papers. They do like a little Meow. To hint at what the cipher is today and as he reads the paper on the train he's decoding it, finding out that his next mission, his target is a man named Donovan Desmond he is the leader of a political party for the rival country and their main objective with this political party is stirring up shit, and we don't need that right now, so your objective is, you have to get close to him but the only time he's ever out in public, any place he's vulnerable is when he's at his kid's school So you have to get married, have a kid, and infiltrate that school. And the mission starts in a week. Good luck! And even Twilight's like, what the fuck? How? This is biologically impossible! (laughs) (laughs) He says, how
1: can I have a kid in one week? And everyone on the train looks at him like, what? (laughs) So, uh, we... Oh, yes, uh, we have to point out, uh, the, the destination of this train. We're talking off mic, like, these country names, they don't even try. 90% of the time, they just say East versus West. But um, just the location name, this train was headed to the lovely this time of year destination of Berlin. T- <laughs> to just Berlin, throw a T on there. Yep, that's our fantasy land. That'll do it. I wish it was just a capital T at the end. Just like a real hard, like,
0: you guys get it, right? Right? You know what this is. <laughs> So we can see him get off the train. He goes to find an apartment for himself or his new family. And immediately he's scouting it out like, oh, you know, good windows, good escape routes, you know, fire exit, you know, not easy to bug all that. You know, he's looking at it as a spy. And he has assumed the new identity as Lloyd Forger. wink. And I, I get it. It's like movies and shows and stuff. And it's for media as entertainment but when they do something so on the nose of like, <laughs> I'm a spy and my name is Forge, like, bruh. <laughs> you couldn't yeah, be a little more
1: discreet. Yeah, it's just the dissonance of like, okay, we're gonna set up like he's getting handoffs with code words that designate different codes. Like, okay, you're setting up actually good spy work, and sir, not a spy here. <laughs> Joe Average Man.
0: <laughs> uh, but yes, Lloyd Forger is his new identity. He is a psychiatrist, and we see him next go to uh, a rundown, shoddy-looking orphanage to adopt a child as his own. And he specifically goes to one that looks a little worse for wear because they wouldn't have the right paperwork and wouldn't keep track of that stuff, so it's easy to uh, pick one up for a you know new identity. And the guy, uh, orphanage owner, is like he's kind of like, got like red right in the face, where he kind of looks drunk, and he's mumbling, and yeah, he looks like a shitty Mario. Uh, and he's <laughs> like, yeah, all right, I got a kid for you. She's uh quiet and smart. And then we hear her in his head, he's like, yeah, she's also kind of creepy. Uh, so he's clearly trying to get rid of her first. Uh, There's a little
2: pink-haired girl we see in all the anime openings and the, the fan art stuff. And yeah, I liked he was walking down the hallway and seeing other completely unremarkable-looking orphans. <laughs> And I was nope. just like, these aren't good enough.
0: <laughs> it very much is the like, huh, which one's the anime protagonist? Maybe the one hmm. with the strange pink hair with little head bobs, like, ah yes, that one. I
1: need your top shelf orphans, please. <laughs> <laughs> Give me your most Follow
0: anime me to of the show- back. <laughs> <laughs> and Lloyd uh, sees her and he's like, uh this he's thinking to himself, like, uh, she can't be more than four or five, like that's too young to get into the school, I need a six year old. And immediately Anya's like, oh, I'm six. And she says that out loud. He's like, oh, convenience. Uh, Well, maybe she's just small for her age. Uh, But uh, yeah, I wonder how smart she really is. And she runs over and picks up the newspaper and holds up the crossword. He's like, oh, well, this is easy for me to do. I'm a grown man. But a small child? Impossible. Even though the answer (laughs) to one across is this, and three down is this, and five up is this. And as he's thinking all the answers, Anya's filling it all out. And Lloyd is thinking to himself, like, wow, she really is intelligent. You know what? I'll take her. And the orphan, uh, orphanage owner's like, Yeah, whatever. Just, fuck it. I'll paperwork. Get out of here. Just take her. It's like, Great. That's what he wanted. Uh, and Lloyd uh, thinks to himself she'll be, uh, good for her spy mission as a good cover. Uh, and the whole time Anya is hearing all of this and she's like, A spy. I get to be the daughter of a spy. And as they're leaving, we hear a voiceover, like, d- doing the info dump for Anya being saying, she uh, was passed around from orphanage to orphanage and foster families, and before that she was in an organization that experimented on her, and one of the experiments they ran gave her telepathy, so she can read people's thoughts.
2: Yeah, I, it's like, I just thought it was really cute and effective the way they, like, hinted at it before blatantly telling us. The, just the one that I loved was when he thinks, oh, she's so small, she stands on her tippy-toes. Yeah, and I was just like you, that no. was when I was like, oh, she can read minds. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I thought that was so cute. Yeah,
1: yeah sometimes- it was nice that they're like, okay, we know we have to info dump this at some point. Mm-hmm. Let's at least let you figure it out and be like, oh, cool, interesting thing I learned. Mm-hmm. It's like, okay, you can have your cake and eat it too. Learn, we'll keep that in mind for other anime. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, sometimes it's hard because you don't see the people talking like they're off camera, so it's like I can't tell if this voice is in their head. Or if they're saying it out loud and they're hearing it. Um, but yeah, it's great with Anya because she's so young and, you know, kind of misinterprets stuff being mm-hmm. as young as she is. Which adds a you know fun element to it rather than if it was like a 17-year-old who would able, be able to function and really take advantage of the telepathy. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so we see different stuff like that. And he tells her uh, that first things first, if anyone asks, she's always been his daughter. He didn't just adopt her. She's always been his daughter. Uh, and is like, great, okay, I can go with that. And as soon as they step into the apartment building, they see a neighbor. She's like, hi, this is Lloyd Forger. I'm his daughter. I've always have been. neighbor's like, oh, <laughs> weird. But once again, kids say weird shit. So yeah. <laughs> it's not you know, going to draw too much attention. And uh, once they get inside, he's like, All right, yeah, there's you know couch and everything. There's the TV. You know, She turns it on. And she's like, oh, Spy Wars. That's my favorite show. He's like, great. Sit down and watch that forever. Don't bother me. And uh, we see Lloyd uh, gets his hat in code again. He goes, all right, I'm going to go out and get some forged documents. You stay right here. She's like, no, I want to go on a spy adventure. He's like, and he keeps like trying to, she's like clinging to his leg and he's like shaking her off. And uh, very quickly he learns that, uh, oh, very quickly when he goes out, he takes Anya with him. And he learns he's got to keep a tight grip on her because she starts scamping. She starts getting into trouble. She uh, is a six-year-old child. Yes. <laughs> it's exactly what you think a child would do. And uh, while he's uh, getting a hold of her, while he's keeping her close by and not getting lost in the crowd, he's trying to analyze the best way to navigate this. And he's like, well, if someone tries to kidnap her. We got to do this. Here's an escape route here. Here's how I defend myself. If I have to hold her hand, I'm doing one-armed combat. And the whole time, Anya's staring up. And I'm like "Why did I like, oh my god, he's a spy. <laughs> Uh, half of this show is easily just Anya's reaction to reading people's thoughts. Mm-hmm. And it's great. And um, so she tries to help him out where she can, but she doesn't understand exactly what he's planning out, or not fully. So when she starts spouting out stuff, it's just kind of nonsense. And he's like, "What? It, it's, this is just childhood babble. This is just nonsense. Uh, so he starts doubting, like, maybe, maybe she's not as smart as I thought. Maybe she's a little dumber. Maybe the crossword was a fluke. And I can just trade her in for another kid. That'll be easier for my cover story. So, of course, that makes Anya paranoid and started crying. So he has to pick her up and try to cheer her up. He's like, ah, how, can I, how can I cheer her up? She's like, Peanuts. Love that shit.
2: I love Peanuts.
0: <laughs> <laughs> to the point where we get openings in other episodes. I don't... The song's in Japanese, but there's clearly the word peanut in the song. Mm-hmm. And so I'm just like, oh, it's just all tied in. Um so soon enough, she gets tired after running around having an adventure. So he has to carry her and all the books he bought and all the groceries he's bought. So he's already living that dad life. So he takes her home and puts her to bed while he's reading all of his parenting books. And he's just like, God, there's a lot to do as a parent. Parents are running their own missions. And I got to do this on top of my other mission. Like, ugh, I'm in over my head. Can a spy
1: have it all?
0: Uh. <laughs> but he plans. To, he's like, you know what? I'll just return her to the orphanage as soon as the mission's over and wrap this up in, like, a month. Like, you know, I don't have to sink too much time into it.
2: Boo. (laughs) I wonder what will happen, though.
0: (laughs) He needs to have that character development, so he's got to be shitty first. (laughs) So the next day he says, all right, we got to get you ready for the school entrance exams. It's one of the best schools in the country. The test is going to be tough. You got to know this. And the whole time, on is like, oh, I'm just going to cheat and read other people's minds. He's like, you better not cheat. She's like, ah, shit. Uh, so he immediately calls her out. Um, so he's revealing all the material for her. And then uh, at, after some point, after the, after they're done studying, Lloyd is like, all right, I'm going to go out. You stay here and watch your shows and continue studying. I got to go run some errands. And uh, is like, ah, spy stuff, hey? Eh? I'd like to see some of that spy stuff myself. And goes out sneaking after him. And sure enough, He's a master spy. He easily knows when someone's tailing him, especially a six-year-old child. Possibly four-year-old? She did lie about that. (laughs) Uh, So we just get, like, a little montage of him trying to leave the apartment building, and she's sneaking around behind, like, corners and, like, in the ceiling tiles and stuff, and he keeps catching her. So eventually he puts her back in the apartment, moves, like, a giant dumpster in front of it, and then ties the doorknob to the dumpster so she can't get out. And then he runs off to meet one of his contacts. It's Frankie... He's got, like, Afro and the big glasses. I've heard someone describe him as the George Costanza of the show, and God, is that fitting. (laughs) Oh, good. I can't see him as anything else now. (laughs) And so he helps him out. He's his, like, gadget buddy. He's the one who gives him all of his uh, equipment. And he says, here's a copy of the entrance exam, so you can just copy the answers from. And here's an application for the school itself. And uh, while I was getting this information, I also dug up some information on Anya. With the different family she's been to. He goes, but if I'm being honest, it's pretty blank. Like, a lot of it, like, her parents are unknown. Her biological parents. Uh, she's been in and out of, like, four different orphanages with the foster families, but returned every time. Um, but, like, other than that, not a lot of info on her. It's shockingly blank. Hmm. Hmm. And hmm. then we get uh, go back home, and we see Anya's bored. And she keeps thinking about... You know, oh, man, I thought spies would be cooler than this. I thought, you know, after just studying and doing homework, like, it's just regular life. It sucks. Uh, but she ends up, uh, throughout the day, through the, the time they've spent with her, or she spent with him, uh, she was reading his mind and finding out all about his spy gear, where he's hidden it all in the, the password and combinations to get into a safe to unlock it all. So naturally, she goes and plays with it. Because who would? And she finds, like, a radio, uh, broadcast radio sort of device in a briefcase, ends up playing with that and sending out a message. And we cut <laughs> to. Uh, what was it? Oh, yeah. She ends up sending a message to. Uh, we find out the rival spy agency, the big mustache guy from well, or opening scenes, that he screwed over. And the guy being like, oh, we got a message coming in at a strange frequency. It says it's the spy Twilight. And it says, good luck catching me, you idiots. And the big mustachio is like, what the fuck? yeah, all right, we're going to catch him now. And like <laughs> It just really pisses him off. So then uh, after Ani has done that, she puts it all away. And she's like, oh, wait, I got clean up. And remembers her time in the experimental agency or organization where they made her do all these different tests and being experimented on. She just really hated it. So it,
2: it's kind of reminding her of this entrance exam and she hates it. But uh, I loved after she sent the message, though, she like closed the briefcase thing and was just like, ah. What a good thing I've done. Yeah, That's (laughs) like her attitude, and it's like, that was probably the worst thing. (laughs) Why would you do that?
1: Mission accomplished.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I'm helping my dad. It's like, no. Uh, So uh, Lloyd ends up coming home. He opens the door, and he's like, Anya, I'm home. Wait a minute. Anya didn't respond. Why is it so dark in here? Wait a minute. And there's guys inside. They broke into the apartment, and Lloyd's got to fight them off. And he's able to easily take him out with like a can of soup and stuff, because he's a great spy. So he searching around the apartment trying to find where Anya is, and he's like, ah, shit. They kidnapped her. They somehow found out where I am and already took her. It's been like 12 hours. So as he's looking around the apartment, he's trying to find a clue where they might have taken her, and one of the guys sneaks up on him and pulls out like a wrench. And he's about to whack him, and we cut away. So presumably Lloyd got, got got. And we cut to Anya with the kidnappers, and sure enough, it's the rival spy agency she sent the message to like a minute ago <laughs> so they were quick and she's all tied up and gagged and the other guys are like i don't know man it's just like a little kid i don't you know is twilight really involved with this and you know i forget what it is one of them tried to make a thing like being like uh, i think it was like the toupee blackmail wasn't that big of a deal I, we should probably be ri- like raising our stakes a bit and the big mustachio leader guy is like oh you raised a good point pop shoots him in the head and he's just kind of like, we do what I say because I'm the leader and just just hammering home, these are the bad guys they kill <laughs> indiscriminately and uh, they say uh, and also like highlights for Anya, like, ah, the bad spies because she loves her spy dramas and uh, we see one of the guys that attacked the apartment shows up with uh, Lloyd uh, with a bag over his head, like all tied up and he's carrying him in, and he's like, hey boss we got the guy, here he is, and throws him down and they're like, ah, oh, thanks, Joey. And they go to take the bag off Lloyd's head. It turns out Joey was in the suit. He had the bag on his head. What the? <gasps> and they turn around, and the other Joey's gone. And so is <gasps> Anya.
2: What? what?
0: It was Lloyd. He was the, he's a master. He's a spy.
2: Mm. Get it? Right. Uh, <laughs> I never would have. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so he runs off with Anya. And as he's running out, he's still in disguise, uh, you know, for Anya's sake, because he can't reveal he's a spy to her. So uh, as she's, as they're running out, she reads his mind and finds out it's Lloyd and starts crying, like, happy that he's rescued her. And he's trying to calm her down, and he takes her outside. And while she's crying, it reminds him of his own childhood, because he was, I believe, an orphan. He said he was isolated and all by himself. And he, you know, back when he used to cry all the time. And he remembers, it's kind of why he's doing it it's kind of why he's a spy to make the be- the country better so less kids would be you know crying and alone in the world so he takes her outside puts her down he goes uh, hey little kid the guys that just took you they're professional tag players so make sure you don't get caught by them make sure you're not it and uh, here's a note run to the cops uh, they'll take good care of you and put you in a new family so you'll be safe and sound uh, so go on and get out of here I'll take care of the rest uh, so Lloyd goes back inside to take care of the goons and, you know, meanwhile, the whole time, Anya's reading his mind, knowing full well it's him, and uh, that she doesn't want a new family. She likes her dad. Mm-hmm. So Lloyd goes back inside, takes care of him, knocks him out with, like, bags of flowers, and, like, sneaks up and Splinter sells them all. Uh, and ends up catching the main guy off guard from behind, saying, like, I think he said his name. I didn't write it down. But he's like, hey, I know who you are. I know your daughter. I dated your daughter. I know everything about your daughter. <laughs> I know you care deeply for her. If you stop fucking with me, you'll be let go and she'll be fine. But if you want to press your luck and see what happens, I'll, I'm willing to show you. Uh, And then he knocks him out. So just kind of putting the fear of God in him. And then uh, after Lloyd takes care of the rival spies, he goes home and sitting outside of the building, he sees Anya just sitting on the curb and he's like, oh, uh, where were you today? She's like, oh, I was playing some tag tag with some old guys, uh, but then I wanted to come home. I wanted to, you know, be back with my dad. And he's like, oh, because, you know, he told her to go to the police and get a new family. So he's like, I, all right, if, if you want to stay here, I guess uh, guess you could stay. But we still got to study for the entrance exam here. Like, ah, shit. Like, <laughs> and... Um, yeah, so they end up going back home, and he says, "Well, we gotta, you know, we gotta get a new apartment because clearly, clearly that one's compromised." Uh, so we cut away. We see them next day or a week later or so, and Anya's is doing the entrance exam, and she's like, "Ha ha, idiots! I'm just gonna read everyone's mind and get all the answers. I've seen Naruto. I know how the Chunin exams work." And <laughs> uh, as she starts reading everyone's mind, she reads all the other kids, and they're all panicking and shitting their pants because they don't. It's a big entrance exam. They're terrified. And she's because like, ah, that didn't help. That's funny. Yeah. <laughs> Backfired on her. Uh, but then she remembers. She actually starts remembering some of the answers from all the studying she did with Dad, And uh, so she fills out the exam as best she can. And cut to them outside the school waiting for the test results to be posted. They see it. She made it. <laughs> she got in.
2: Yay. Yay. She used
0: her, her own smarts. She didn't cheat. Well, she, she did. She just didn't cheat well. Um, <laughs> but she got in. And Lloyd's all excited and picks her up and starts celebrating, like, yeah, we did it. And as he picks her up, he just collapses. And <laughs> Ani's like, oh, my God, are you dead? And he's just, like, laying there, like, exhausted, uh, thinking to himself, like, oh, I I relaxed for a minute there. I, I let my guard down. I, I let my emotions get the better of me. I don't even remember the last time that happened. Jeez. And realizing, like, hey, it's only been a few days, but this kid's already getting to him more than he thought she would. Aw, And then we get a little... He's getting soft! (laughs) And we get, like, a little ending credits. uh, Not the official credits, but just, like, you know, montage uh, sequence. And uh, after the credits, we see them back home. Lloyd's passed out on the couch because he's exhausted. Here, knocking the door. It's the mailman. Ani goes out and gets the mail and comes back uh, with a letter. And then we see her put the letter down, and uh, she, like, bats Lloyd in the face with it a few times, but he doesn't wake up. So she just puts the letter down and then crawls up in his arms. And it's a very sweet. And, and then Lloyd wakes up and he goes, Ha! What are you doing sleeping next to me? Who, what? What's happening? Why is, what the I, fuck is wrong with you? Yeah, like immediately on the defensive. Because he's, he's a trained spy. He shouldn't be sleeping in the same room with anyone. Anyone can betray you. Ha! And then uh, he sees the letter. And he reads it and says, Ah, we got in. It's a like sentence letter. But part two of the entrance exam is a family interview where the child has to go with both parents. Beans. We only got one of those here.
2: What if... Your spouse is dead. Not what is? Loving. Clearly, the point? your child
1: is unqualified for this school.
2: <laughs> of course, how could I be so blind? <laughs>
1: We're talking about high class jerks. Mm. Ugh. So uh, we start out episode two. Uh, oh, gotta find a wife. Gotta find a wife. Uh, <laughs> Same. First off, they try out uh, dressing up Frankie the contact, uh, but. Doesn't work. Unconvincing. Again, imagine George Costanza. So. <laughs>
0: He's got like an afro. Honestly, he looked like my third grade math teacher, if I'm
1: being honest. Wow. Uh, so uh, we cut to an office building. We're in City Hall. And we see a bunch of uh, uh, gossip from the workers of, did you hear all the these files on uh, on all the single women in town. (laughs) Uh, um, uh, Hearing about that, and then like, oh, did you hear what this boss did? Blah, blah, blah. Uh, And uh, we see a group of women sort of teasing the shy employee, the one who's getting the coffee for the boss. Ooh, working so hard. Uh, And uh, they're like, oh, yeah, you're... You're 27, right? That's getting pretty old to be single. <sighs> Unheard uh, of.
2: Yeah. Come
1: um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> Pool's collar. <laughs> uh, so uh, they're like, oh, well, if, if you happen to find a date or something, I guess you can come to our dinner party later. We're definitely the mean girls of this show. <laughs> uh, so uh, uh, this uh, shy assistant. Uh, Gets a phone call from her brother. uh, And he's, again, like, Hey, sis, good talking to you. So, you got any boys yet? (laughs) Uh, And he's like, Hey, yeah, I'm your younger brother and I'm uh, successful, but I'm about to get a promotion. That means I'm going to be, like, traveling around a lot. And I want someone around to take care of you. So, um, you dating? You, uh... uh (laughs) Right, are you maidenless or not? what? I <laughs> I mean
2: prospects? Suitors <laughs> I that are riding on horseback?
1: <laughs> this is
2: uh, one of
0: those like, sim- like really strong codependency issues with siblings and it's like, it it doesn't cross the co- well, uh, it does kind of co- it's weird. It's, it's one <laughs> yeah. of those like, I need to take care of you because you're my only family but I need to make sure you're well taken care of and have a husband. It's like leave her alone man (laughs)
1: um so uh she's just like oh oh, uh well i'm uh going to this dinner party yeah uh and i definitely have a date for it (laughs) and uh her brother's like cool well uh i happen to know like you're that co-worker's husband so we're we're gonna chat up i can't wait to learn about your date She's like, oh, no, I didn't know they were connected at all. Oh, man. Now I actually have to go through with it. Uh but how will I, a single woman, find a, a man who needs a date on short notice? Oh. Uh, hmm. Uh, and uh, at that point, she gets a phone call, and it's <gasps> shopkeeper. <Huh? gasps> Turns out it's her handler because she's an assassin.
2: What?
1: Whoa. What? But who it's, could have seen this coming? It's Spy X Family, not
0: Spy X Assassin.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, so they, uh, uh, she gets a mission to go assassinate some corrupt politician in a hotel. Uh, we're introduced to her as she gets suited up. This is Thorn Princess.
0: Ooh. When I tell you the internet is thirsty for her, I mean profoundly thirst. It's a deep thirst.
1: <laughs> so, like beyond the anime thirst we typically encounter? Shit,
0: like, I've, my Twitter is mostly just artist at this point, And ever since this show came out, at least like once an hour or once a half an hour, I see fan art of her. It's so much.
2: That's so interesting to me, because, like, yeah, she's really cute, and she's got tiggle bitties, of course. Yeah. But, like, I there's nothing, like, stand out to me about her. Like, maybe she gets better later. There's no later. Yeah. But, <laughs> I she's cute. I like her. Yeah. But, like, that's so interesting. I don't know. It's same.
1: Yeah. She's oh, a fun episode character. episode four but... is the beach episode. That's <laughs> where they get it. Ah, I got you now. <laughs> uh so uh she goes in does her mission kills a big room full of mafia types and oh no she tore her dress uh she has to go get it fixed because it's the only nice thing for the party um so uh we see that uh cut back to the spy and uh frankie is the person who stole all those files on all the single women in town uh And they just start combing through it and like, all right, who's the right candidate? Uh, So they're questioning if we're even going to find anyone. And Frankie's like, hey, uh, can I just address a plot hole? Uh, Why not get another spy? Like, already? You know how you're a spy and you're going on this (laughs) mission and they need two people to do this mission? Why? (laughs) And uh, he's like, oh, you know... Uh, the economy's real bad. We, <laughs> we just had a bunch of layoffs, so <laughs> Kinda, uh, we yeah. don't have a lot of. And they other were spies
2: all working. women. <laughs> mm. <laughs> Oops, oh no. Ah.
1: Um, but yeah, they're like, oh yeah, I already on this mission have to take on a bunch of other missions. That's how we're going to keep plot going in other different ways. Don't worry, mm-hmm. <laughs> we explained everything all at once. <laughs> um, so uh they're going through and they're like, all right, even if we find the right woman, your daughter, she's not, she doesn't look rich. She's, (laughs) she's an orphan. You, those rich folks can smell the poor. So, uh, you, you gotta fix that. And he's like, all right, I guess we gotta go clothes shopping montage. Ooh. (laughs) Uh, so, uh, uh, they go to a clothing store and, uh, the daughter's, uh, like, looking around at stuff. And, uh, oh, just at that moment, Yorick comes in and is like, oh, I'm here to drop off my dress, which got torn in a terrible accident. Uh, uh meat cute if I ever saw one. Oh, oh yeah. Uh, so, uh, he's like, oh, shit, I, I was just zoning out for a second, this woman snuck up on me. That has never happened. Weird. Hmm. Hmm. And as he's having that thought, she's like, hey, dude, you're kind of staring at me. And he's like, oh, she also can sense me. You can sense my gaze. Oh, that's suspicious too. (laughs) And he recovers so well. He's like, oh, uh, sorry, I was just staring at you because you're a cute... You're so lovely. Sorry, you're hot. (laughs) And, uh, uh, sorry, I'm, my notes, I don't know what that means. (laughs) And think they're good. (laughs) (laughs) Oh no! (laughs) So I, I guess they, like, think they're just covered, but then the, uh, uh, Anya comes out and, uh, just reads their minds, and just thinking, like, Uh, Yours thinking like, oh, how am I going to find a man to hide that I'm an assassin to all my co-workers? Just as Lloyd is thinking, oh, how am I going to find a woman to hide that I'm a spy in front of this school? And uh, we uh, get Anya acting all dramatic and being like, (laughs) oh, me being a a, a daughter of the single father, well, whatever will I do, papa? (laughs) ultimate wingman subtle (laughs) as a
0: plane crash
1: (laughs) and uh uh yours like oh so you're not married with this child so okay um uh and it gives them the opportunity to be like hey let's go out um so uh your fills them in on her scheme of hey sorry this is weird uh Uh, I just need a date for this party. Uh, It's a one-off thing, if that's cool with you. And he's like, yeah, cool. But in change, you also got to pretend to be my wife. And she's like, oh, elevation. Okay, I like that. All right, that's (laughs) fine. Uh, I Um, see you also took
0: improv. Yes,
1: and, if you (laughs) Perfect. (laughs) Uh, uh, So he gets, uh, we see them shopping, and he gets like a little code message from a cashier and he has a new mission to go stop a smuggling crackdown. Uh oh. But when is that mission? Exactly the same time as the dinner party.
2: Ah, shucks. (laughs)
1: Um, so he calls up Frankie's like, hey, I need backup. We gotta do this as fast as possible. Come on. Uh, and we just intercut with your standing on a street corner waiting for him. Just going, oh, I was such a fool, a fool.
0: <laughs> um, when will my spy husband come back from the <laughs> warehouse
1: war? <laughs> <laughs> um, so uh, they go in, they start doing the mission. They're like, all right, there's a there's a lot of things. We got to just steal it all and get out real quick. Uh, so they get it all in a van, they aren't subtle at all, they're like, alright, I count like 36 guys, I don't have the time to fight them all, don't get me wrong, I could, but I just don't have the time right now, uh, so they just take off in the van, uh, so as they're going through, they're like, okay, Frankie, your payment, you can take one of these things, but first Lloyd is like, ooh, big diamond ring, that seems plot relevant, and he (laughs) throws it in his pocket. Shiny, shiny. Um, so we see your, she's given up on him coming and he's like, all right, well, I already said I would be there. I can't just no show. So got a walk of shame to just <laughs> be like, I, I have no men in my life. Uh, so, uh, uh, she gets to the party and the coworkers immediately just very gossipy like oh isn't it so sad she said she had a boyfriend oh her boyfriend from canada okay (laughs) okay wink um but they're uh uh she's like oh he got uh, caught up at work and they're like lame excuse and just now being like directly condescending to her Mm -hmm. uh and when she's like ah this is a normal moment uh what a, a pure serene things of just being negged by catty women uh and uh like just as she's about to leave uh a bloody lloyd comes in and uh, just like bleeding from the face and he's like oh so sorry sweetie my um uh, my wife and she's like dude no you had to be my far. boyfriend Back, he's like, Oh back. no, I got punched so hard in the face that I for I mixed up our plans. Shit, okay. <laughs> Gotta roll with it now, sorry. <laughs> all in. Uh so he comes in and he's like, Oh sorry, I'm I'm a psychiatrist and I got the shit beaten out of me by a patient. Uh Mondays, am I right? <laughs> That's my all buddy. Um but her coworker doesn't buy it. She's like, okay. First off, your story doesn't line up. She said she was bringing a date. Never mentioned she was married. This is clearly fake. Uh, so her big uh, test, like comeback, is, "Hey, I have a big, piping hot boiling plate of food. Let me just go <laughs> throw it at her." <laughs> so, like, uh, oh, the the coworkers go from like catty mean
0: girls to genuine hellbeasts that are trying to ruin her life and disfigure her. Like, before Lloyd shows up, they're talking about, like, ooh, maybe she, she's a liar. Maybe we should report her to the authorities and have her taken away. And, like, Mac- oh, McCarthyism? Because she's singing like, <laughs> Christ, like, they're awful. They're so How bad. How
2: dare she actually have a hot husband? I want her dead.
0: I want to disfigure <laughs> her permanently. It's like,
2: wow.
1: Ugh, too far. Uh, but she, uh, walks over with this tray and does the old, oh no, a pebble on the ground, trip! (laughs) And, uh, being an assassin, Yor is able to, like, kick it up and just hacky sack this food out of the way. (laughs) Uh, but, uh, a little, just a little spot, like, hits the woman in the face, and she's like, oh no, I got burned! It backfired immediately! Um, and, uh... She's like, okay, gotta, gotta really go for the jugular now. Uh, hey, a husband of this person, I, I barely know because we just work together. Did you know about your wife's sordid past? She used to have a job where she would go to hotels and wink, give
2: massages. What do you think about that? She's, like, going feral, like, the look in her eyes, and she's losing it.
0: I watched the sub for this one, and she straight up calls her a little whore. I'm just like, wow! (laughs)
1: Oof, yeah, yeah, it, uh, truly, just an absolute turn from, like, (laughs) we're making fun of her, to, no, this is bullshit, I'm airing out her dirty laundry in a span of two minutes! In front of
2: everybody that we work with.
1: Mm Mm-hmm. Um, and Lloyd is like, "Yes, of course I know about this. My wife had a tragic backstory and had to take <laughs> care of a little brother, so she had to do what she had to do." And just gives this impassioned speech where, like, the rest of the party is just like, "Yeah, standing ovation." Yes, okay, <laughs> <laughs> absolutely. Uh, and uh, the uh, mean woman is just like, "Oh, I can't win." Uh, but then they're like okay we're being disrespected we're leaving everyone go uh fight this woman on our behalf and they take off uh so uh as they leave they're driving home and uh oh no those pesky patients are back It, it <laughs> it's the smugglers they they track down the van and they're <laughs> trying to kill them uh and uh absolutely delightful uh, we get uh heard being like oh this is you have real hostile patients huh and he's <laughs> like oh yes i'm trying out this new it's a new type of therapy like a concussion a con- concussive <laughs> uh, uh shock therapy it it's v- very progressive and works very well <laughs> as he just starts like beating the shit out of a bunch of clear just henchmen uh so uh they start fighting keep like talking about their arrangement in the meantime uh uh as one of the henchmen is about to do a sneak attack on him uh she is able to kick him a football field across (laughs) this alley uh and uh they are fully in love this is truly the uh uh mr and mrs smith moment where they're Mm -hmm. like oh we're gonna fuck as we're mid-combat oh (laughs) hell yeah
2: Spy kids. Um. <laughs> Parents from spy kids. Yes. I, uh, I, real
0: quick. I just love when she kicks the dude. Cause the sound effect he makes as he's rolling, it's just like, <gasps> like, as he's rolling. I don't know why that really got me.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so they're like, Hey, so this is crazy, but will you actually get married to me? Uh, Cause again, as you saw, there's a lot of bullshit of being unmarried at my age, and clearly we're both going through some stuff that uh, we'll have to talk about eventually. But, uh, we're just a bunch of crazy kids, let's do it. Uh, (laughs) So they're like, cool, we'll immediately head to City Hall, Um, and he reaches in his pocket for the diamond ring, but there's a hole in his pocket. (gasps) Aw, man, what is he gonna use? What could it be? (laughs) Uh, just at that moment reinforcements arrive so he picks up a grenade and oh, the, the, the sparks fly from the grenade as several people are uh, killed <laughs> and he slides that grenade pin on her ring so on, on her ring fuck nope finger <laughs> and ring uh, finger. it's official uh, that's where we end episode two
2: absolutely <laughs> incredible perfect <laughs> Uh, so, episode three, um, we get, like, a recap of what's going on with the countries. So, like, the narrator's talking about the war between Ostania and West Allis. That's the name of the countries. Oh. Um, and the, it's been a cold war so far, but they're gonna, it's about to heat up, and that's the reason Twilight is on his mission, to see the guy, get that guy. (laughs) Mm-hmm. Uh, and then we didn't really talk about it, but the OP is really great. The opening. Yeah. Is it's super charming. Very nice.
0: It looks like she drew it. It's cute. It's yeah. It reminded me of, I don't, I'm sure there's a specific word for it, this art style, but it's like a French art style. It's very reminiscent of that. And mm. then halfway through we get to like the action sequence and cuts back to like the show style and it's, and yeah. it's just a genuine catchy song.
2: Yes. Very good. Um, And then we see Yor arriving at their apartment. She has, like, just a few boxes. Uh, They go in. They're talking about sleeping arrangements. He says, of course, we'll sleep in separate rooms. But, like, if we have anybody over, we'll make it look like we share a room.
0: They were roommates.
2: Oh, again. Another one. (laughs) Two in a row. (laughs) Um, And then we get, like, a rundown of the family and their true identities. So, Twilight-Sash-Lloyd, fake father, actual spy... Your fake mother, civil servant, an actual assassin, and then Anya, child telepath.
0: Hell yeah.
2: The family has uh gotten together. <laughs> so Anya welcomes this your we found each other. <sighs> you know we love it. <laughs> uh, Anya welcomes your and she says, I'm so excited to have a mom. Um and Lloyd points out to her that they got a marriage certificate that's dated for last year to make things a little less suspicious. Um, Anya is giving Yor a tour of the place. It's super cute. She, like, shows her the bathroom, and she's like, look, I have a stool so I can wash my own hands. <laughs> um, shows her her bedroom and her stuffed animal, and then uh, shows Yor the room that will be hers. And she calls her mama, and she calls... uh. Lloyd Papa. It's very cute. Um, and Lloyd brought in all of yours boxes. Anya's like, I helped clean your room. But really, all she did was knock the mop bucket over. <laughs> ah, ho oh, kids. Ah, uh, you gotta love them. Um, and then Lloyd tells Yor to make herself at home. He, like, leaves the room and is like, I'll be back for your unpacked boxes. And she's like, I'm done already. Whoa. um, And... She has a picture of her little brother on the dresser. Lloyd says that he'd love to meet him. Uh, And then yours, like, about the interview, I don't think I really have, like, a good outfit for it. And Lloyd is like, oh, that's okay. I will take you shopping. You're my new wife. I love you. Gotta show you off. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, he doesn't actually say that. I wish he did.
0: (laughs) He's not that affectionate.
2: Not yet. Someday. Um... And then Anya sees an unpacked box, and she almost goes for it. And Yor's like, oh, maybe don't do that. And in her mind, she's like, I have all of my weapons and enough poison to kill an elephant in there. And Anya's like, fuck.
0: What? My mom's so cool.
2: <laughs> um, they're having some cookies and some coffee with hot chocolate for Anya, of course. Um, and then it's time for interview prep. So, the interview is to understand the family's social standing and level of culture. (laughs) (laughs) So, he's asking them mock questions. He says, Anya, what do you do in your free time? She says, I watch TV alone in my apartment. Um, He asks, you're something about passing? And she misunderstands and talks about different ways to die. Um, And he's like, maybe we should, like, put this off a little bit. Let's get to know each other. Let's go out. (laughs) As a family Let's learn
1: what we have to hide from the interviewers in your personalities.
2: <laughs> yes. <laughs> Allow me to assess you. So, um they're they're out, Anya and Yor are holding hands. Uh Yor remembers a time she hugged her little brother so tightly she broke two of his ribs. Huh. Casual. Um, and then they go get cultured. <laughs> they see an opera singer, uh they go to a museum. Uh, And uh, Lloyd is like, Anya, like, you have to be quiet in here. And immediately she points at a painting of a naked woman and goes, she has boobies, which is great. (laughs) Checking off the bingo card. (laughs) Uh, I just, it's so like, I feel like we've seen, we've seen pretty accurate depictions of children in like the good father daughter anime shows. Yeah, But this one just feels so real. (laughs) <laughs> of like shush honey we're like in a museum And she's just like titties
0: <laughs> There's a chaotic nature to her That is inherent in all children
2: Yes um, Yor is admiring a pict- a painting Of a guillotine like far too Intensely She's like <sighs> Honestly though I kind of get it I kind of get the same way <laughs> um, at you, Always thinking about it What?
0: Don't worry about it we can move on Okay. <laughs> Legally we'll cut that part out allegedly <laughs> allegedly allegedly
2: um so uh, anya goes to do this like drawing activity for kids and the quote unquote parents are resting their legs um and after a little bit she finishes her drawing and they come to get her and she's freaking out because her drawing is of her spy dad and assassin mom but of course they can't tell that because she's a child <laughs> But she's just like, oh, no, this is so accurate and amazing to our real life. They're going to know that I know. Um, Then it's time to go to the tailor. Uh, Anya gets a nice little new outfit. Um, The tailor lays out some fabric for yore. She says she prefers red or black. um, And she thinks, I like that color that they offered, but there's no way to hide blood on that. Um, I was kind of... (sighs) I was worried that, like, when she got the phone call in the last episode, she was gonna be, like, a sleeper agent kind of thing, and -hmm. when she was, like, normal mode, she wouldn't remember anything she does, so Uh, I'm glad that that wasn't the case.
0: Yeah, Mm -hmm. yeah, that's a very tired trope.
2: Yeah, and that she's just, like, all the time, like, I love fucking killing people.
0: (laughs) Yeah, it's, with the way she's looking at, like, the guillotine and stuff, it's like, oh, She's into this. She wasn't, like, (laughs) coerced into this. She loves this.
2: Yes. Um, So they leave the tailor. Uh, They take a little family photo. They go to watch a politician make a speech. And Anya gets overwhelmed by all of the thoughts of people around her being like, fuck this country and shit like that. Um, So uh, they decide to leave because Anya's getting overwhelmed and he notices, picks her up. Um, And then she's like, I'm hungry. So they go to eat. Anya is picking the nuts off of the top of her food because she just loves them cashews so much. Um, and Yor is admiring a butter knife.
0: <laughs> Way too into the knife.
2: Um, Lloyd is thinking about the plan, and he's like, plan, Plam. plan, plan. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> and he's just like, it's so dumb that like this plan is so reliant on a couple of like nobodies for this to go well. Um And Yor kind of notices that he's, like, thinking too much, so she suggests that they go get some fresh air. And they go to this nice park that's, like, above a city street, and Yor says she likes it up there because looking at all of the people reminds her that her work helps everyone. So that's cute. Hopefully she really is killing bad dudes. Um, maybe. (laughs) Uh (laughs) Uh-oh. Um... Anya says she likes it in the parkway more than the big crowds. And then they see an old woman get robbed on the street. So Yor springs into action. She like jumps down the hill and she's like, I'm going to fucking kill that guy for you, ma'am. She's like screaming as she, ru- she was a kill mode instantly. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, and Lloyd and Anya are still like up above. And Lloyd notices that the guy blended into the crowd. Crowd. And Anya is reading everybody's minds until she finds the guy. And I was like, yes, yes, they're working together. Show your, show your capabilities, Anya. I love it. <laughs> um, so to like, I love how like smart she is because she's never like explicitly letting anybody know that she reads minds. She's just like, that man is near the bakery. I'm going to say, Papa, I want to eat a cake and points at the bakery. And that's when he sees the guy.
0: Yeah, even reading, like, the manga, that's something, like, I think that's where all of our intelligence is, is, like, hiding the telepathy and trying to work around it, because she,
2: like, never really slips up. hmm Um, so, yes, Lloyd sees him, he hops down, beats him, grabs the old lady's wallet, everybody's looking, and he's like, ah, uh, um, this man is a thief, someone call the police, goodbye. Um,
0: <laughs> that could also be a great cover story, if
2: you're a thief and want to rob someone else. (laughs) Uh, So they deliver the wallet back to the old lady. She thanks them both profusely. Uh, Lloyd thinks like, wow, like, I never really get thanked. This is so nice. Um, And he tells Yor that today made him feel rejuvenated. And they're like looking into each other's eyes and having a little lovey moment. And Anya says, Mama and Papa are flirting. Uh. And they're like, no, we're not uh the old lady says my dad loves family. my mom my dad <laughs> loves my mom. um so they return home after their long day they decide to try the mock interview again and when he asks uh, anya what she does in her free time she does a better job she's like we go to the opera we eat fancy food and we go to museums and then he's like okay great what would you do if you caught your classmate being naughty? And she's like, I would beat his ass. And he's like, (laughs) okay, maybe not that one. Um, And then they sit in their living room and have some coffee and cocoa again. And they're becoming like a nice little believable family. And then we get the actual ending and it is so funky and great.
0: Yeah. The opening and the
2: ending in this show are great.
0: Solid bookends.
2: Yes. Delightful. And that's episode three.
0: I also love that Anya's stuffed animal that she, like, carries around all the time. It's called Mr. Chimera, and it's, yeah, it's a chimera. It's, like, a lion with, like, dragon wings and, like, a snake tail. And I was like, God, that's weird. I love it. <laughs> and I wonder I didn't even if, it's notice that. F- if it's from the organization that experimented on her. Maybe making chimera. I don't know.
1: Uh-oh. Hmm? Here
0: we are. Here we are. Our weeb there yet. Our weeb family.
1: Aw. Ah. <laughs> uh. Uh, we are family. Legally, this- we cannot say that. Yeah, yeah. Copyright. Uh- <laughs> oh, yeah, sorry. Uh, excuse <laughs> me. Um, yes, this is fun. This is good. It's silly. It it hits, the, for me, the good blend of characters being self-serious and not just like, yeah, it it's a full-on comedy. Who cares about the stakes? But also just full-on sitcom scenarios of, oh, I have to be in two places at once, the dinner party and the art heist. <laughs> uh, so it uh, it hits those notes well and is able to actually have sweet moments with good characters. Uh, there is, like, a fun, like, farsi, like, oh, there's, no one knows what the other one is so it has this, like, miscommunication element but as you mentioned with like Anya mostly being manipulating people into hiding how she knows things and just mm-hmm. pointing them still in the right direction it doesn't have that grinding of gears of miscommunication of like no just say something it's like just fucking talk oh, to them let me hint at what i want you to know so you can figure it out and think you're smart it's like mm-hmm. yes that Okay, cool. We still have misinformation, fun little quirky moments, but it's not frustrating for twenty minutes.
2: <laughs> yeah, and she's smart enough to know like that kids say the darndest things, so I can just say shit and people will like notice things. Yeah, mm-hmm. there,
0: yeah. There's still the miscommunication, but there's an actual plot-relevant reason why everyone's like miscommunicating or lying to each other, other than just emotionally being like stunted and being like, no, I don't want to talk how I feel. That would be too easy
2: for the plot. Mm-hmm. And this
0: is like we're a spy and assassin and a telepath. We can't openly communicate like that.
2: Yeah. Yeah, this is really sweet and I like that it is It is our favorite thing of dad and daughter doing their stuff and being sweet, but also like completely turns it on his head, its head and also has a mom this time. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah. Because the mom is always
0: dead. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. we see uh, in one scene Yor is like, ah, oh, the only good housekeeping thing, only thing I'm good at housekeeping-wise is cleaning, and that's because I kill so many people, I have to clean up the bodies. Like, So she, like, worries about being, like, a housewife, sort of, uh, in that style, but um, at least from the manga I've read, like, up to the point, there's a lot of fun moments, like, with Anya and Yor and stuff, so it's not just her and Lloyd, but th- there's mm-hmm. fun moments with the whole family. There's fun moments, like, with all the characters interacting with each other. It's Like like you said, it's just a fun time, and the stakes are high enough to keep it somewhat tense and, like, interesting, but low enough where they can just be really goofy, like, 80% of the time.
2: Yeah, and it's Mm -hmm. also good that I am glad Lloyd just, like, got used to having a daughter very quickly, and there aren't, like, so many moments of him being like, ah, fuck this kid. I'm going to send her back. Like, Like he's just like, I understand she is a child and will not know everything I need her to do. Yeah, it's great. And teaser, there's
0: maybe more family coming. Huh?
2: (gasps) They need a fake uncle? Like in Spy Kids, I'm not your uncle. It's Danny Trejo. (laughs)
0: Well,
2: he is their uncle. He's their real uncle, yeah. Cheech, uh, I believe it is Cheech Marin who is not their <laughs>
0: uncle. <laughs> oh God, was not expecting to talk about Spy Kids this much, but it makes sense.
1: Mm-hmm. Yes, mean, this was delightful. A literal Spy Kids, so we have. Yeah, to- mm-hmm. it makes sense.
2: I'm I'm glad we uh we got in on the ground floor of this one.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, the best part I can say, hey, I'm caught up on the dub, baby. <laughs> <Yeah>. Heyo, <laughs> one fell swoop. Uh, Give it but, a week. Yeah, again, uh, if I spend 20 more minutes, I could be caught up on a recent anime series I enjoy. That is very rare. Sam Mm -hmm. is out uh, having a social life, so I (laughs) could do that tonight. It's an option. Oh, boy. Uh. Crazy. Well, What a thought. Rather than confirming if I'm going to do that, we'll set up (laughs) another series I may or may not watch more of. Uh, next week, we love our uh, girls uh, do nothing in an after-school club shows. <gasps> Hell
2: and, uh, yeah.
1: Let's put another fun twist on a common trope. We're watching oh? School Live or School Live. Wh- who's to say? It's oh? the zombie apocalypse girls do nothing after-school club show. Oh, <laughs> oh boy. Okay. <laughs> it. I watched the trailer for it. It looks fun, it looks like it's like oh, we're we're just some survivors of a apocalypse but we're still doing cute girl stuff, but occasionally <laughs> there's some horror elements. So it looks like it has that descent, uh, and it looks oh. like a fun time. I'm Heck excited. yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, if there's a series that puts a fun twist on a very overdone trope, you can send those recommendations to us. Uh, are we there yet at gmail.com is our email or you can reach out to us on social media at are we there yet on twitter and instagram
2: you can find me on instagram and tiktok at honey period d or on twitter at honeyd 8 and honey d art and honey is spelled h-u-n-n-i-e you can find me on twitter at abts brendan and if you're going off that recommendation
0: and thinking hey I should recommend them. High School of the Dead. I'll block you, I'll ban you, and I'll take away your internet
1: <laughs> privileges. Don't do it. Thank you to Camille Rooley for our artwork, and thank you to Louis Zong for our theme song stories. You can find all of Louis's music at louisong.bandcamp.com. Thank you, and we hope you'll join us next week as we learn
2: to live with anime. I hope there's like a Floops Floobies twist in here oh, somehow. No, oh, no! <laughs> <laughs>